Welcome back to another episode of Church is Stupid, comma, comma but. but. <laughs> Again, one of the best parts about uh, recording this podcast is the ability to uh, have proper timing and get the comma but said by comma multiple but. people. Oh, good job, Elijah. Right in there. Again, uh, just so that people know. Um, that is a new podcast name, the official podcast name from here moving forward. Things will likely not change. Uh, so the official name is Church is Stupid. Comma, but. Well, oh. the comma isn't pronounced, <laughs> but. Only I can. Okay, from now on, is the comma implied or is it stated? Oh, no, I state it every time. Okay. She states it every time. I end up stating it every time. I don't think it's officially stated. It, there is a comma there, but... <laughs> but, <laughs> but, comma, but. Yeah, see, I like to state... I don't know why. It's just a, I started doing it in my head, and now I think I'm funny, so I just keep doing it. Yeah, that's kind of catchy. Yeah, it I is. I kind of like it. Um, but I don't think that we can actually, like, say the comma and have yeah. it be, like, a real word in there. I think what we should do is weird. we should get caught up on this bit for at least three minutes at the beginning of every episode. Personally. We probably will, at yeah. least for the first few. Yeah, um, it's worth it. Speaking <laughs> of getting caught up on something for the first part of an episode, uh, we released officially as of last week. We're yes. pre-recording things. We released our first episode of Church is Stupid, comma but. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and it has done amazing compared to where we all thought it was going to be. Yeah, I yeah, expected about twenty views. Um, that did not. Yeah, so I had to really quickly go and fix all of the mistakes I made on all of our social media pages, <laughs> like naming the YouTube page "Church is Stupid," comma but podcast. Oh, did you include the word podcast? I did in include it now? the word podcast. Okay. No, I took it out. I what, what does it make more sense? Oh, I think it makes more sense without. Okay, good. I was so like, I, I didn't put it in. <laughs> I took it you're out. Fine. But podcast. Yes, so yeah. around 150 people or yeah. views yeah. on the first YouTube episode, which is awesome to see. Yeah, thanks yeah, for absolutely. tuning in. I can't believe anybody wanted to hear me talk that much. <laughs> it, it wasn't me. It I wasn't know. for you. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> I, <laughs> can, I can pretend. So we're coming up to an interesting part of the year now. <gasps> the best part of the year. <laughs> you got a weird book. Um, I do. I love Christmas. Yes, it is the Christmas season, and that's what we're focusing on in this week. This week's episode. These wow. weeks? I can't speak English. Um, well, don't know why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> yes, and so a little bit we're going to be focusing on traditions as well as some minor controversies with the season and this time of year, as well as just kind of some of our schools of thought on Christmas and how we celebrate it. It's the holiday season. There's no controversy. I can't imagine what you're talking about. Do you about. want to fight right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's the holiday season. Okay. And but this year's made everything a lot harder. It has. Ooh. It's definitely, um, well, actually, it's kind of funny. For me, this is the second Christmas uh, season that's been really weird in a row. Uh, because last year, well, I became a pastor back in, t when did we get married? 2017, right, Elijah? Yeah. Yes. I know things. Um, you should have known that faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long It's felt like forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyhow, no, we got married back in 2017. I, I became a pastor in July, and we actually got married in August. But, um, you know, you expect when you become a, a pastor that Christmas season is one of your busiest seasons of the year. Mm -hmm. It's Christmas season, and uh, Lent into Easter season are just pretty much insane 
And so, gosh, now how old is Lily? Oh, man. Two years ago, <laughs> when I found out I was pregnant, I did the math and realized that I was going to be on maternity leave for all of Advent. Mm -hmm. oh and so I did. I missed last year's Christmas Eve service. Like, as a pastor, I went to my dad's, which was kind of nice um, from a family standpoint. Because when I became a pastor, I gave up the possibility of really spending Christmas Eve with my dad, mm -hmm. since he's a pastor as well. Hmm. And so it was kind of nice that we got to see him, but it was just weird. I felt like wrong. <laughs> oh, no. And so now this year, I'm also not going to be doing... I'll be in Christmas Eve services, but we are not going to be recording in, on Christmas Eve. Yeah, the only person here who's working on Christmas <laughs> Eve. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. We all have so much rest. Speaking of uh, who we are, um, oh, yeah, we skipped important. completely over introducing ourselves this week. <laughs> um, so I am Andrew Hahn, Andy Hahn. Yeah. Person who does all of this stuff like focusing. Oh, yeah, I try. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us do that particularly well right now. <laughs> I'm uh, Ruth. I'm Ruth. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me, Elijah. Welcome I'm, back. I'm yeah. back. We, we didn't miss you. Well, okay, so moving on. <laughs> I mean, we missed you a little bit. It was kind of awkward with Wesley. We love you, Wesley. I'm kidding. It wasn't awkward at all. Um, <laughs> it was actually Wesley. a phenomenal Don't throw episode. Me in the middle of this. <laughs> Poor Wesley kept saying that he wouldn't be invited back, and I'm like, we'll you back. No, we'll invite him back. Well, he, whether he chooses or not to come back. <laughs> After oh this podcast, gosh. he's not going to. Wesley, you're not allowed to listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> this one in particular, this last minute, tune it out. <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh, no, but we've had a lot of great people on. Uh, you know, there's us, and we're pretty great. And mm -hmm. we've had John, we've had Wesley, and who knows what next year brings. Dun, dun, dun. I haven't planned it out. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. You're sure. supposed to, a little bit ahead of time. You know, I figured we, we got a theme last night, right? So what more do yeah, we need? Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> yeah, that was totally on me. So, yes, back to this theme of Christmas traditions. Uh, in the church, I believe, Elijah, you have one that you like a lot or that you've seen consistently? Candlelit service? I, if we're talking about candlelit service, you you worded that like it was going to be something unique that I particularly <laughs> no, no, am no, fond no. of. No, we don't no. expect But it's just candlelight no. service, the, the thing that thing like 99% of people are familiar <laughs> with. <laughs> Candle Candlelight Christmas Eve service is probably the only major Christmas tradition that I am particularly familiar with in regards to, like, church and Christmas. Um, no. As far as I can remember right now, I mean, that's... When I think of, like, my you know my church doing Christmas services or, or anything regard, in regards to that, that's really the, the only thing that I can really think of. I don't remember particularly growing up with... What song did they sing with the candlelights? Service. Probably Silent Night, because okay, but I, I also universal. yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm assuming that part's universal, mm -hmm. but I honestly actually don't remember. I'm, I'm really pretty. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm really hoping that there's some people who like listen to this and go, "What are you talking about?" Like we find out it's not actually universal. That'd that would be, be crazy, awesome. right? Because Chris, as far Christmas as I know, Eve, every yeah. church I've ever been to has always done Silent Night, Candlelight, Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were we were preparing for our Christmas service and doing some of the recordings for it, um, and we were recording the song "Silent Night" uh, with our choir, which is uh, I mean it's it's amazing to hear them sing, mm -hmm. and we did yeah. a candlelit kind of thing, 
and I opened up the hymnal to look at the words and be able to follow through with them. And there was uh, candle wax on the page, and I just was like, "Oh no, my heart! <laughs> it, it, it was just like, melted." It worked. It's like, much like that candle. That's the only time that it's like opened up that uh, that like your heart. <laughs> the song "Silent Night." Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's such a bad joke on my part. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> My heart doesn't get opened up. Let's just put that out there, Um, for one. You can't assume things about me. Thank you very much. Uh, But yes. um, My heart right now is shrinking three sizes. Okay, Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) You chose this. Okay, sorry, continue. Where was I? You're talking about the 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 candle wax. wax. night and the hymnal. Only time it's opened is during that, um, like, candle lighting part of everything. Mm. And I think... This may be where our first controversy arises from. Fake versus real candles. Ooh. Mm. Okay, so here, actually, this year is so <laughs> weird because uh, my contact is also falling out at this exact moment, so please forgive me. Um, so this year, there was this big controversy over that amongst a lot of my pastor friends mm-hmm. because churches, you know, they the classic candle, but they want to do battery-powered this year. And so people were like, well, why? It's fine if we're six feet apart. We don't need to worry about that, right, with the COVID restrictions. And the person, one of my, one of my dear pastor friends, she, she, all she did in the meeting was she said, okay, here's your candle. And she lit it for, for the people. She said, okay, now blow it out. And every single one of them lifted their masks and blew it out. And then she's like, that, that is why we can't have candles. And it was just so funny because I thought the same thing. I'm like, what's so bad about having candles? And I didn't think about that. I really like Christmas. The candle, yeah, that's pretty, I mean, I think the iconic part of a candlelight service is the lit candle mm-hmm. in the service. Probably more than Silent Night, honestly. I, I don't know. Well, and the challenge of how do you put it out, that was big in my family. Do you blow it out or do you lick your fingers and try to like... Yeah, or, or are you cool and you out? lick your fingers and, and pinch it? Yeah. yeah, I told you that in my family, neither of those are the tradition. What's yours? Our goal is every Christmas after service ends, get the candle home lit. What? What? Do you succeed? We have years that we have succeeded. That's like insane. all of you, or is it just have one person have their stay? The, the goal, the goal is to get one candle home lit. Whether that means you start with ten candles lit, or you start with two candles, and sometimes uh, we have the problem of candles are burning really, really fast, yeah. and yeah. you only have a little nub left, and then you grab a second candle and you light it, and that's the candle you take home. Okay, so you kind of cheat. A little bit. <laughs> I don't think that's really cheating, though. Come so, on. So in, what happens in your made-up you game, Andy? I've never been a part of. What do you of? win? Uh, well, actually, you don't win anything. Um, you don't get your Christmas <laughs> presents if you don't get a candle. <laughs> All of your Christmas presents get donated. I don't think anybody in my family could enforce that. Oh. I'll just be honest. <laughs> Santa's watching. Santa knows the game. Um, but yes, yeah, so last year we were able to get, I think, two candles home. And we took them and we stuck them on top of a Dr. Pepper bottle. And it created a little bit of suction, and it got like stuck there. <laughs> and it was—it's just a minor laugh. Um, 
But this is so obscure. I can just obscure. feel people like, cringing. <laughs> like, who would do I, this? I'm not sure how we got I feel, here. I but. feel like I'm listening to someone talk about, like, their their culture from a country I've never heard of before. This is so bizarre to from me. From Andy well, Land. Everybody has these, like, yeah. little Christmas traditions or holiday traditions or anything along those lines that are just completely foreign to another family. Yeah. Like, mm. I Probably, know yeah. that before we got here and last night, Ruth was suggesting we would get, we do a white elephant gift. It's exchange. true. And what we do for white elephant is we literally find the most ridiculous random thing in the house that we already own. Like mm-hmm. we don't go buy anything or anything crazy like that. <laughs> yeah. Because we poor. <laughs> Anyhow, so we go find something random, and then we all wrap them, and we do the white elephant thing. You know, mm-hmm. you pick the numbers, and you can either steal somebody's present, but you can't unwrap it first. That's that's the fun way to play. Yeah. Every once in a while, people will play it where they unwrap it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah, but then you know what it is. See, I think that's half the fun of it, though, because no. the stealing from everybody else. See, and here's the thing. We have this very special thing in my family that mm-hmm. has been passed around from white elephant to white elephant. You ever seen SpongeBob? Yes, I've seen. <laughs> have you ever seen I know. SpongeBob? Very is iconic thing. Is what Ruth of, just said, by the way. I'm, I'm somebody <laughs> under the age of thirty. I've seen SpongeBob. I don't think Anyhow. it even matters. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to guarantee people over the age. Of, but I think under the age of thirty, you can guarantee they have seen or heard about SpongeBob. I was more okay. ironically saying it, but that's fine. Oh, don't worry, Anyhow. guys. It was ironics. <laughs> <laughs> we have this stupid Patrick Star pillow that Sam got. My younger brother. Sorry mm. for saying your name, <laughs> Sam. Um, he got it when he was like, I don't know, five, when the only thing you know to get people is whatever show they're interested in. You just find whatever it is and get them stuff with it. So I'm pretty sure I got him this ugly pillow. And it's just been passed around. And it gets, one year, I managed to get rid of it because sometimes if you bring it, you still end up with it. Mm-hmm. I managed to duct tape this pillow because Patrick Starr, he has a very distinct shape. So yes, it's very, very distinct. easy. Mm-hmm. And they, they try to like hide him in like the Christmas popcorn tubs. Uh-huh. <laughs> things like that. So then we started to expect that. So I took duct tape and just wrapped him in this giant circle. So it looked like it was like a soccer ball or something. <laughs> and I played soccer for so long, people thought it was. That's and amazing. I managed to pawn him off on my Aunt Dana. And we haven't been able to have a Christmas, I think, all together in two years. So she's been stuck <laughs> with this horrible thing. And that's wow. that's our white elephant. So, you know, that was way too much information. You're welcome. So we've kind of gotten sidetracked a little bit. A lot. Um, we've gone from church to family traditions mm-hmm. to everything. And so now I'm going to bring it back to the church service. And in particular, the decorating of the sanctuary. Hmm. And this is something that Ruth brought up before the podcast, so I can let you take over on this topic if you'd like. You saw what happens when I start talking. We end up with Patrick Starr being wrapped hey, in duct tape. It's fine if we end up at Patrick Starr as long as we start someplace relevant. <laughs> oh, okay, just checking. Um, yeah, so I've been to, gosh, probably at least seven to ten different churches mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Um, some UMC, some not UMC, various traditions. But one thing that was pretty consistent until I actually became a pastor was that we would all, there, there was a big hanging of the greens day. So right before Advent season would start, or the season right before, you know, mm-hmm. Christmas, um, 
a whole bunch of people from the church would come and they would just decorate the church together. There'd be hot chocolate. There would be lots of kids being yelled at to put things in different places. Amen. It was it was just a very traditional thing that everybody did. And, you know, of course, as the pastor's family, we're like, oh, we got to go to it. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's the way it was. That's exactly how it was. Um, but, you know, it was just kind of a, a neat tradition now looking back on it <laughs> that they always did. And then when I started uh, serving as a pastor, I ended up at a church where one family did all of the decorating, and it threw me off. I don't know why that was so weird to me, but I was like, what is happening? Don't you all decorate together? It was like, no, this person knows where things are. This person puts this up, and you don't touch it. I was like, okay. (laughs) And I was kind of sad because... I actually like love Christmas and decorating mm. for Christmas. What about you? Is you guys? I don't know if I've ever had a hanging of the greens kind of thing at a church, and I'm not. Really? I'm not saying like it's weird. Like I just. Well, it might be. I don't know. Maybe all it was... of all of my mother's churches that she was at. I I honestly don't know who decorated for <laughs> church and everything. I know that here we have an amazing janitorial staff that mm-hmm. did it, and it looks amazing. And if you uh, tune into any of our services, you'll see that there. Oh, it's and I'm beautiful. Not, I'm not saying, like, you have to go, but, like, it, it's an example, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was, like, different controversies that came up with, like, different decorations being in specific spots. Like, oh, that's not where the tree goes. That's you got to put the tree in this spot yep. or um, other things like that. And I know that there are a few examples that come up probably every year and every different place where it's like this is how we've done things for forever this is how we need to continue keeping doing them we have that same thing in the candlelights that we did earlier like everything has to stay constant uh we are the church we keep everything as constant as possible um and honestly i wish i had uh looked it up before i got here that would have been smart but i didn't to when the candlelight service started like are you gonna look it up for me yeah give me a minute um (laughs) because honestly a lot of the things that we call traditions are things that aren't really historically traditions in the church. Hmm. They're more like traditions over a few generations. Right. Um, and so that's always interesting to me is when people will talk about, like, well, we've always done it this way. But even the past hundred years in terms of church history is very minimal. I mean, that's like 120th. Yes, I like math. Of, um, <laughs> of the whole time we've done things what you got for me is it is it like super traditional because that'd be awesome well the the only date that i'm seeing on this article is 330 a.d but that's for the celebration of christmas that's Mm -hmm. when that officially started Mm -hmm. um i'm looking for other dates in here to tell me more about the lighting of the christmas candles or the that's not the word I was looking for at all. I know what you're uh, Candlelit service. <laughs> you could probably even start with, like, well, actually, I could I could ask this. Do you guys have an advent wreath that went with your candlelight service, or was it just a candlelight service? Like, did every I, week, was there a lighting of the candle? I genuinely do not remember. Okay. I I want to say that we did not. I think, I think, I, from my memory, which... I'm honestly not putting a lot of stake in. I think we were pretty plain when it came to the Christmas season and mm-hmm. Advent season. I don't really particularly remember even the term Advent being present when I was like younger in the church. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if it's just my memory tricking me, mm-hmm. or um, 
or if that's actually how it was. Uh, I, th I think that we just had sermons around Christmas time, you know, about leading up to Christmas and then a candlelight service. And I think that was it. I don't really remember any other specific traditions or anything that I would consider a tradition. Um, I don't know. I There could have been more that I'm honestly not remembering, but um, that's that's really all I have. And see, <laughs> right I literally love Christmas, so I remember a lot about Christmas. Yeah. Every year I go to Frankenmuth. Like, there's lots of fun stuff. When, when I think about my old church and I think about Christmas season in that church, the, the, the main thing that only comes to mind is really just the candlelight service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing else really about Christmas season pops into my head. So that's kind of really the best info I can pull from the depths of my brain right now. Would you like a little bit more info about the history of candles? Absolutely. I would love some more info um, about that. One of basically the earliest records, according to uh, whychristmas.com, uh -huh, so yes. maybe reputable, <laughs> um, is that uh, candles started being used in the Middle Ages where a oh. large candle would uh, represent the star of Bethlehem. Okay. And like hmm. the that center of everything. And that is essentially where the custom of the Advent crown and Advent candles came hmm. from was that uh, very large Christ candle. Um, which is what we light all of our Advent wreaths from for today. And, so, yep. you know. Um, That's so interesting. So it is kind of a longer-standing tradition. Longer-ish. I don't know if that, again, the candlelit service, the earliest record I can find for that is 1879, um, ah. and that's in a painting. So it probably happened before then. Yeah. Mm. Um, which still, though, even if we even if we take that, so 1889, even if we say maybe they started it in 79. But just oh, sorry, my sorry. brain didn't work. You're That's fine. fine. It's fine. I figured. Um, I just helped. There's no help for 1879. Don't forget it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Alamo. Even if we, uh, gosh dang it. Sorry. <laughs> <Stop>. So <laughs> if we if we go back to the 1800s, that's still only mm. like 200 years, which is mm -hmm. one tenth of the time um, mm. of total church history. So it's still kind of interesting to me what we call like the traditions of our church. And I love the candlelight service. I am mm. 1 million percent in favor, just mm. if anybody was wondering. Uh, I even incorporated it into our contemporary service because I have problems and yeah. I couldn't <laughs> imagine Christmas Eve without it. Um, but yeah, we, the one thing though that I never, like we always did, but I never really knew the order of was the Advent wreath candles. I always knew, I mean, Christmas Eve, you end with the Christ candle, like mm -hmm. you were talking about earlier in the center, but there was the three purple and the one pink, and I never knew what order they go. And so, honest to goodness, this year I looked it up again because I'm terrible and I <laughs> consistently forget. Mm -hmm. And I swear I found like three different versions of it. Some of them had joy, peace, faith, all of that stuff. Some of them had other things. Why don't yeah. you go ahead the and... The names change, but I think the orders don't. I was, gonna, I was going to say, why don't you give a very quick description of even what an Advent wreath is? Because, like I said, I don't, I don't even have any memory of anything yeah. related. I don't, I didn't even know what an, what an Advent wreath was in so, concept before really becoming part of the UMC. Take so. take a wreath that you hang on your door, set it on your table. Okay, mm -hmm. hmm. so now it's on your table. Woo! It's nice. Then there's five candle holders in that okay. wreath, yeah. and the four 
are in like on the edges, and then there's one in the center. Mm-hmm. And the four on the edges are like tall, skinny candles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one in the center is sort of like a medium-sized, thick candle. Yeah. Um, and they go in order each week of Advent, because Advent is, as we've talked about a little bit before, the time preparing for the birth of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is four weeks or four Sundays before that you celebrate, before Christmas, um, yep. that you celebrate that. <clears throat> And so each of those Sundays, you light one candle, Mm -hmm. and they represent different things, joy, peace, love. We light one new candle. You light one new one, yes. So you will continue to light the ones you already lit, Mm -hmm. and you go through, essentially, it's the journey through Advent. Yeah, yeah. And then you end on Christmas Eve with the big Christ candle in the center, Mm -hmm. and it represents how Christ brought all of those things into the world. And then everybody lights their uh, their candles that they hold for the candlelight service from the from Christ, the Christ candle. candle. Like it just okay, your, yes, your main yeah, yeah. Light their candles yep. from the Christ candle, yeah. and then go to like the first row or um, however in the pew segment. Uh, go back to segment one right. and watch it if you haven't. That's that's <laughs> yes. why we're putting so much uh, discuss or so much thought into like this discussion about whether how long candlelight services have been around though, because that's very that's a very very symbolic. Mm-hmm. Gesture. I mean, to to someone on the outside who who may not have heard it or may not that might not be part of their tradition, they might just think that we're talking about candlelight service being you sit down, you sing Christmas songs in church with a lit candle. But I think what we're really referring to is like a little more than that, which is kind of I think what th- that's what makes the history of that a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. because that's something that, like I said, I don't really know if we were if I grew up with that in my church. I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But um, not every. I don't think that everyone did, or maybe not everyone has. Even if you grew up in church, you may not have really had a lot of discussion about Advent or yeah. the Advent candles as much. Um, well, and, and again, those are yeah. those are one of those things that are symbolic and are really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's always weird to me when things become like overly ritualized mm-hmm. if that makes any sense well, they're oh, 100%. Also symbolic and never fully explained sometimes yeah, like, yeah i yeah. feel like as pastors kids and as people who have grown up and uh, been frequent in the church mm-hmm. it may be weird to somebody to light an advent wreath on any given sunday mm-hmm. like, like they come the third week of advent and they're lighting the third candle and it's like what is this advent season what does it mean and I believe there are pamphlets sometimes that tell you, but mm-hmm. who picks fair. up a pamphlet? <laughs> Some people, believe it or not. I've made pamphlets, and I've seen them picked up. Believe it when I see it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it is uh, It is always interesting to me, some of, these, some of these things that for me are like well ingrained into what I've done. But for Elijah, who grew up in a different church tradition, mm-hmm. it's sort of like, why do you do these random weird things? <laughs> Or, like, my dad always did for, because, uh, you know, he was my pastor most of my life. Mm-hmm. He always did a family tradition that you would share when you lit the Advent candle. So you would share what the candle was about, but then you'd share a Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. And the first time that I explained that to somebody and when, when I was pastoring, they were like, what are you talking about? We just get this thing and we read it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and then I was really sad because I thought it was what everyone did. But right. I think that's kind of true of most of us growing up in the church that Christmas season or otherwise we have a bunch of stuff that we do that we've been told is super traditional Mm -hmm. and we find out that it's actually not across the board Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I always find those interesting that's kind of why I wanted to highlight 
that yeah. today. It's, it's more fun to actually talk about those things than to feel them possibly forced upon you as well. You know, to actually go into it and explain some history behind it instead of just taking it at face value and just saying, oh, it's it's like, oh, it's normal. It must be normal, so I must just be wrong or something. I don't think I've ever seen anybody get really uppity about the candles, though. Yeah, but I, I've I feel also like that's never, one of the lesser... Well, but I've never seen somebody try to take the candles away. Right, So right. maybe Because okay. Andy's giving me a look of like, oh, you don't know. This is a fight <laughs> that we don't have the time for today. This is very Sadly, we are fair. running out of time for this episode, yeah. and uh, we will be back on Thursday, which is Christmas <laughs> Eve of this week. Um, is it Christmas Eve or is it Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. It's the 24th. I had to double check because I didn't want to like say completely incorrectly. Um, um, it is on top of things. I try to be. <laughs> uh, I just talk and goal. hope something makes sense. Uh, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't usually. But I want to thank everybody for joining us for this more of a fluffy episode. Yeah. I yeah. know we've gotten a little serious as of recent, and we hope to return to this serious tone of frame, but we've had a couple of more serious ones in a row, so it's good to have this like little break Buffer. from yeah. yelling at you for doing everything wrong uh, if that's how things come across. But they should. <laughs> oh, gosh. We love you all. Um, uh, this has gone, this has just gone. Uh, yeah, I, why know? didn't you guys stop me from I, talking? You know, <laughs> it's just so fun to watch sometimes. Um, yeah, so I want to say uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Um, that's actually something we're going to come back and talk about uh, <laughs> after this. Um, but I hope that you enjoy the time that... I'm getting a phone call from a spam risk. Um, Better answer that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a little bit of distracted. Um, but yes, uh, we hope that you have a happy holidays and you enjoy your time uh, with whatever family that you are going to spend it with, with whoever you're going to spend it with, with whatever Skype call, whatever Zoom call you hop on and you get to see everybody. And whichever candles you happen to light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all there. of us here at Church is Stupid, <laughs> comma, but, um, I am Andy. I'm Ruth. I'm Elijah. And we hope you have a happy holidays.